You're listening to the Mothering Joy Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3. Last month, Joe and I celebrated our six-year wedding anniversary. When reflecting on the life that we're building together, I was struck by the feeling that my life with Joe is so much more beautiful than anything that I could have dreamed up myself. Six years of doing life together and the words of our pastor who married us ring true every day. He quoted Ecclesiastes 4.12 saying that a cord of three strands is not easily broken. He explained how when two people have a common bond with God, it makes a powerful three-cord strand. I have been humbled again and again with how God has showed up in our lives. I'm working every day to be intentional about going with God and embracing everything that he has for us. I'm trying to let go of my own expectations and plans so that I can make space for all the goodness that he has for us. And I think as moms especially, it can be really easy to feel like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and we kind of can get into a controlling mindset when we feel like it's all on us. And that's why I just kind of wanted to reflect on some of the things I've been thinking about as Joe and I have celebrated our six-year anniversary together. Hey there, I'm Meg, crunchy mama, storyteller, and imperfect homemaker. I'm raising two beautiful babies in the rolling hills of Wisconsin, and I am learning every single day. Here, I celebrate the joys of motherhood, but I also get real about the trenches that young moms find themselves in and how we can nurture joy in the daily grind. This is the encouragement you need to thrive through your days spent being mama. This is the Mothering Joy Podcast. I actually cannot believe that it was only eight years ago that I was pacing in the atrium of my college dorm. I was on the phone with my mom. I was trying to figure out my life. Like, has anyone ever been there calling mom trying to just like get some things sorted out? I was trying to figure out which internships I was going to apply for the summer after my senior year. I'd been looking at the East Coast and the West Coast. I went to school in the Midwest where I'd grown up, and I was excited to graduate and have an adventure. And I thought, you know, I had kind of a specific idea of what adventure looked like. And, you know, that was living on one of the coasts and using my design degree in the big city. But God had worked in my life, as he often does. And just a few months earlier, I had met Joe. And he changed all my plans. Joe and I were set up by his sister, who was someone I'd become really good friends with in college. She was three years older than me, and she always talked about how well I'd get along with her little brother. I'll be honest with you, I kind of wrote her off a little bit because he was five hours away. I just honestly like did not sound like someone that, you know, met the different checks on my list because believe me, you know, I had a list. 
And Joe and I did finally meet when we went to her parents' house for her bachelorette party. Yes, him and his best friend were at the bachelorette party. And I think Maggie was only okay with it so that she could set us up. And I can't say that sparks flew the first time we met. But what I can say is that I noticed him. I noticed how calm his energy was against my anxiousness. The first time I saw him, it was a warm summer night. He wore no shoes and no shirt, which I found out is kind of like his standard uniform in the summer. And he was leaning up against the deck railing. Time just seemed to slow down around him. And after getting to know each other a little bit that weekend, we met up another time for an official date. After he traveled to see me in college a few more times, we were living about four or five hours apart at this time, I found myself on the phone with my mom, totally rethinking my future. I remember thinking, like, I was ridiculous to be changing my dreams for a boy. But that wasn't how it felt. It actually felt like my dreams had been changed. It felt like meeting Joe was God moving me in the direction that he had planned for my life. And that maybe all these other things were actually just a distraction from that. And I couldn't fully understand it then, but it felt important enough to lean into and to pay attention to. So I stayed. I stayed in the Midwest. I took an internship in Minneapolis after graduating, and Joe and I continued to do our five-hour long-distance relationship until we got married and moved to small-town Wisconsin together. And, you know, now we have dreams of building a house on land and I want to homeschool my babies and I want to have a giant garden that can feed us. And like all these dreams that have continued to evolve, like since I met Joe and we built our lives together, they are just unlike anything that I could have imagined for myself. And so much life has happened since we've met each other. I have to be honest and say that in most cases, God's timing has been really different than ours. You know, the biggest example would be my dad getting sick with terminal cancer less than a year after I met Joe. That's something that, you know, still makes me kind of sad that Joe never really got to know my dad. Um, But you know what? My dad did, I feel like, know Joey well enough um, to just really appreciate him. In our wedding speech, my dad said something that um, made me just understand, you know, that he did know Joey and he could see him and he really... um, He was really excited for the person that I had found to do life with. He said, um, Joe is someone with really high character. And there's nothing more that you could ask for your daughter than to have found someone to share her life with that has really high character. And I thought that was 
really, really cool. So they did get to know each other, and I know that the relationship they had was exactly the relationship that God meant for them. But there's more examples of God's timing being different than ours. He, My dad actually passed away less than a year after Joe and I were married. There's been times that his timing was different than us in an exciting way. We were blessed with a surprise pregnancy less than a year after my dad died. And after DJ was born, I got pregnant with Coco less than a year after that. So it's kind of felt like, you know, God's timing has been earlier than really we would have planned in some really exciting ways and in some really heartbreaking ways. But now, um, after just celebrating our six-year anniversary and the second birthday of our daughter, we have plans of building a house, we have the land that we got married on, but it feels like we're in a season of just being. And I'll be honest, I've found that it can be kind of uncomfortable to be here. You know, when God's timing has been earlier than I planned for almost all of my life with Joe, we're in a season where his timing feels slower than ours. And I've been tempted to try to speed up this season of waiting when what I need to be doing is recognizing it for the beautiful gift that it is. Okay, I have a question for the moms out there. I have been a mom for three winters. And I will tell you this cold and flu thing, I'm kind of over it. I stay at home with the kids, but we are getting out on like a weekly basis. We're getting out into the world. We're seeing kids. We're playing. Believe it or not, we're being social. This is something as DJ's gotten older, you know, it's I've seen that this is important for him that I'm like getting us out into the world and into our community because he'll ask me like, mom, what are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing today? Um, but this comes with a lot of sickness, I've noticed. And I am doing all the immune boost things. I'm feeling super good about the products that I'm using, but like we just like, is this something that you can really beat or is like cold and flu just something that is going to be part of your life if you have little kids? And also like how many colds can I be expecting each year? And like, is this reflective on the number of kids you have? Like any mom who has more wisdom than me, like, please bring it on because this is something that I need to just like really wrap my head around. The one saving grace that I have found is the Tubes and Co. Tallow Balm because sweet little DJ, he just gets these runny noses that just really chap up his whole face and like... I feel like sometimes as moms, like there's just not much we can do for our kids, but it's the little things that really make us feel, you know, like at least we can do something for them. So I just rub this gorgeous tallow balm on his face or wherever he's chapped with like the fall and the winter cool air. And I just feel like this is the little thing that I can do for him to just make him feel more comfortable. Tubes & Co. has so many wonderful, clean products. They are a family-owned business. Their products are made in small batches right here in the USA. It's just a company I feel so great supporting. 
and I know that you will really love some of their products. So if you head on over to their website, toopsandco.com, you can use the code MOTHERINGJOY10 at checkout and get 10% off your first order. This became so clear to me the other day when I was in the garden. As I was pulling the last peppers and tomatoes out of the garden, I was just overcome with emotion. In past years, come this time of year, I've just been so done with the garden. I've been just gotten so overwhelmed and discouraged and I've just been done with it. But this year felt different. The end of the garden this year to me was so bittersweet. If you listen to the last episode of this podcast, you'll know that this feeling of bittersweet is definitely not due to the success of the garden. Because the garden really hasn't been that much more successful than than in years past. But every year I kind of get incrementally better and that's the goal. And as I've talked about a lot in this podcast, because this is just so something I'm learning, the real goal is just to enjoy it. And that's, that's kind of what's starting to happen for me. Because I was able to enjoy the garden the whole year, so much so that I was actually sad when it was done. And I think this is due to the fact that I'm learning to just be where I am and open my eyes to the goodness of that. And I'm learning to let go of all the expectations that I have so that I can just be present. And this summer was such a sweet pocket of time that we got to spend with our two wonderful kids. And I almost missed it. I almost missed it because I was rushing to the next thing. I wasn't at peace with God's timing and I wanted to forge ahead and make my own. Pulling the last vegetables out of our garden, I was just so struck that our summer together, the way we are right now, is gone. I'm so excited for the way God is working in our lives and the things that he's putting into motion. But the changing of the seasons made me suddenly aware of what we're leaving behind as we move into the next season. I am so grateful that my eyes were opened to the goodness of this one before it was gone. I was able to, you know, open my eyes and recognize that my need for control and to have life beyond my timeline Like that was what was keeping me from what God actually had meant for me. What God wanted was for me to pause. And the more that I'm slowing down and the more that I'm listening, like I'm starting to, you know, hear God's voice a little bit more in my life. And I just felt like he was saying, just be here. Just enjoy what I have for you now. And I am so humbled by the way God always knows what I need better than I do. And I keep learning this lesson over and over. 
I'm trying to be more aware of when I feel myself picking up my own expectations and plans. I'm trying to set them down as quickly as I pick them up because they don't leave space for the things that God has for me. When I'm relying on myself and my own plans, I become fearful and controlling and I fall into patterns where I don't show up as the mom or the wife that I want to be. And I will say that this puts a strain on both my relationship with my kids and with my husband. Because, you know, who wants to be in a relationship with someone that's really, even if it's inadvertently, trying to control them? And I don't want to be controlling, but this is my tendency. And I've learned this again and again, that my tendency is to control because I'm trying to protect myself from uncertainties. And when I do this, I close myself off to so many good things. I've spent so much of my life trying to carry my own weight, make my own way, prove my own worth. I've tried to earn my success and my happiness. I've been so humbled lately as I can see God working in my life. He's planting seeds deep in my heart that I need to give those things back to him. None of those things are asked of me. What is asked of me is to accept what is meant for me in every season be diligent with the work that I've been given to do and be gracious with the gifts that have been given to me. And God, he is working on me. He is working on me in moments like I had in the garden where I'm just so aware of his goodness and his perfect plans. I want to spend the life that Joe and I are building together going with God. This idea is really taken root in my heart lately. That idea of going with God. I want to go with God in all seasons of my life. I want to open my eyes and my heart to everything that he has for me. I want to go with him. I want to let him take my hand and trust that he has nothing but the most wonderful, joyful, unexpected, full life in store for me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mothering Joy podcast. This season, I've been switching it up a little bit. I've kind of been doing these like shorter thought piece slash encouragement episodes where I'm really just sharing my heart and where I am in you know, this season of motherhood. And I would love your feedback on it. You know, I know as busy moms, like these shorter episodes can really feel like um, maybe a little more manageable. Like it's hard to get into like a super long meaty podcast sometimes, like when you're folding laundry or doing dishes. Um, So I think these shorter episodes, I've really been enjoying them. And I'd just love to hear your feedback on it. Um, Please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Meg M. Ross or just leave some feedback on Apple Podcasts um, and please rate the show. Um, Thank you. That's all I have for you guys today and we'll see you in a couple weeks.